What's happening, everybody? It is Michael Jernigan. I wanted to take a few minutes and kind of give you an update on me and my family and kind of what's been happening with us, uh, with my physical health and my back and all that good stuff. Uh, one week ago on Tuesday, May the 25th, I had surgery. It is called, the surgery is called a microdisectomy. Um, just not to go into detail, but they cut a little hole they've put a little tube down there they shave off the side of the disc that's hitting the nerve in my back they closed me up and then I went home the same day thankfully I went home the same day uh, I come home Tuesday night I got home about 8 30 Tuesday evening and then I slept all night long that daggum medicine they give you to put you to sleep is crazy uh, the last thing I remember is being rolled on the bed out of the room and we took a left out of the room we went down went around beside the the main desk there in the surgical center then we took a right and went down a hallway the next thing i knew it was three and a half hours later and i was in a completely different room uh with a nurse sitting beside me doing work on a computer not knowing anything that happened whatsoever um, I know I went into the surgery with um, socks on my feet and I came out without socks on. So I don't know what happened to them with the socks I had on. I never saw them again, uh, but it's okay. I made it, <laughs> I made it out of surgery. Uh, since then, it's been about a week, been a week on Tuesday. Uh, since surgery, I have been good. Uh, my pain, the pain that was going down my leg, uh, through the nerve going down my leg into my foot um, is gone I haven't had any pain at all my leg and foot have not gone numb my leg and foot have not been tingling or felt like it's burning um, since the surgery so I am doing well uh, I am healing up the only pain I have now is right in in the middle of my back where the incision was where it's still a little sore from the incision from the surgery but I want to thank all of you every one of you man you guys have been amazing to me and my family over the past six weeks um, gosh I cannot even begin to tell you how thankful I am for all of you from the calls to the messages to the food that was provided to the prayers that were prayed um, y'all listen I love you all very much I'm going to repay you all very much I'm going to repay you through my prayers and through my acts of kindness the same way that you guys have shown us. Thank you, thank you, thank you all very, very much. Um, I also want to take a moment and just share with you some encouragement, maybe share with you some cha a challenge as well that I've been reading in the scripture. Um, Psalm 13, the first two verses of Psalm 13 says this this is david speaking he says how long lord will you forget me forever how long will you hide your face from me how long must i wrestle with my thoughts and hang on a second i messed up how long must i wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart how long will my enemy triumph over me those are the first two verses there in psalm 13 and we see in those first two verses, four different times, David asked the Lord, how long? He says, how long will I have to wait? How long will I have to wrestle? 
How long will my enemy triumph over me? How long will you hide your face? Um, David is experiencing here in those first two verses something that we all have experienced in our life, and that is waiting. That is having to wait on something. Now, if you are like me, I will say I've gotten better in this this effort, in this struggle of my lack of patience and lack of waiting. But if you're like me, if you're sitting in traffic or sitting at a restaurant waiting on your food, waiting on the light to turn red, waiting on the slow car in front of you to move on, um, you, I won't speak for you, I'll speak for me, I've gotten better but I still have a tough time waiting on things. When I think about the past six weeks, almost seven weeks, this Thursday will be seven weeks since my back started hurting really bad. Um, man, the seven weeks has been good, but it's also been rough. And the reason it's been what rough is because I've been laying down. I haven't been doing anything. I haven't been going anywhere. Um, I haven't gone anywhere except to the doctor's office and the occasional trip um, to the living room and back. <laughs> um, other than that, man, I've just been sitting here waiting on having surgery. Now that surgery is over, I'm going to be here taking it easy for 6 to 12 weeks, waiting on the incision and waiting on my back to heal. That's why I'm trying to get better, y'all. I'm trying to work on my patience and trying to work on getting being more comfortable in a waiting period of life. Here we see David talk about his waiting time are serious issues. His waiting on is waiting on the Lord's help to deliver him from his enemy, to deliver him from the people who were trying to triumph over him, David says. I believe that all of us listening today, all of us listening today have found ourselves in times of waiting have found ourselves in time where we're waiting on the report from the doctor or we're waiting on money to come in so we can pay a bill or we're waiting to hear from a loved one or to hear from a family member that we haven't heard from in a long time we all find ourselves in times of waiting there's tons of examples in scripture that we could we could talk about where we see people waiting we see in mark chapter 5 the woman with the blood issue who just wanted to touch the the bottom the hem of jesus's garment she waited for 12 years for her healing we see in john chapter 5 we see the um hang on where am i at here we see in john chapter 5 we see the the guy who was an invalid waited for 38 years for his healing we see in john chapter 11 we see lazarus he him and his family waited for four days before jesus came to where they were at and raised him from the dead waiting is not a good thing we don't think lots of times we think waiting means that jesus has forgotten us waiting makes us think that Jesus cannot help us. Waiting makes us believe, the enemy wants us to believe that in the waiting that Jesus has left us behind, that Jesus has moved on, that Jesus does not care about us, that Jesus cannot and will not 
help us in our time of waiting. Waiting can produce fear, can produce worry, can produce anxiety, and can certainly produce uncertainty about the situation we're waiting in. However, those first two verses is not the end of Psalm 13. If you skip down to the last two verses of Psalm 13, verses 5 and 6, David says this, But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praises, for he has been good to me. If you find yourself today in a spot where you are waiting on the Lord, where you're waiting for God to move in your life, where you find yourself in a tough situation waiting for hope, waiting for love, waiting for direction, waiting for purpose, can I give you four quick things that you can do found in Psalm 13 here of what what will help you in your waiting. Number one is to trust in the Lord. Even during your times of waiting, God still is working out his plan all around you. You may not see it. You may not understand it. You may not, uh, you may can't see the end from where you're at, but God can see the end from the middle. God can see the end from the beginning. God's plan, it will be fulfilled. And it's our job to simply trust that the Lord will do his will. Number two, I encourage you to trust in his love because his love is unfailing. Even in your waiting, God loves you. Even in your struggle, even in your doubt and disbelief, God's love does not stop. God's love does not does not quit. God's love does not change for you even in your waiting even in your struggle and your uncertainty and fear and worry and anxiety god's love is simply unfailing number three i want to encourage you to sing to sing god's praises while you're waiting when it seems like there's no hope when it seems like there's no chance when it seems like you're at the bottom of the barrel moment I want to encourage you, as David says here in Psalm 13, to sing God's praises. Why do we sing God's praises? That's number four, because he has been good to you. He has been good to me, even during our waiting. Over the last almost seven weeks now, I told you about my waiting around waiting for pain relief waiting for surgery waiting for recovery waiting for healing even through all that struggle i can tell you a hundred different ways that god has been good to me god has been good to me and my family one of the ways that he has showed his goodness is through you is through your love is through your service is through your acts of kindness to me and my family. God has been good to me. And I bet that if you were to take a minute in the midst of your waiting and in the middle of your fear and worry and anxiety, and you simply made a list of all the things, of all the ways that God has been good to you during the waiting, you may be surprised at what you write down. 
you may see that there's people around you that loved you that you did not know about. You may see that God met other needs in your life while you were waiting that you were not aware of because you were only focused on your waiting. You may see other ways that God is fulfilling his love and God is fulfilling his purpose and his plan in your life during your waiting time that you do not see now because you're only focused on the waiting. Can I encourage you today to get out a piece of paper to write down all the goodness of things that God has done for you, even while you are waiting. Because God's love is unfailing and his goodness never stops. Even if we can't see it, even if we can't understand it, it's there. I want to encourage you to open the eyes of your heart and to trust in the Lord to know that his love is unfailing, to sing his praises, and to thank him for his goodness, even during times of waiting. People may not understand, you may not understand why you're being thankful while you're waiting. Other people may not understand, you may not understand why you can have hope and trust during a waiting period. But the word says that we can trust and love and hope and persevere during a waiting time because God is God, because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Whether I am on the mountaintop or in the valley or in a waiting period, it doesn't matter. God is the same. His love is everlasting. His grace is sufficient. And he will always be with you and he will always be with me. I want to take a moment and just simply pray for you and pray for me that if you're today, if you find yourself in a waiting period and a waiting season and an extended amount of waiting time, I just want to pray for you real, real quickly. Pray that God will speak to you. Pray that the eyes of your heart will be open and you will experience his love and you will experience his goodness and we will sing his praises together let's pray together god i thank you for today god i thank you for whoever is listening to this all over the country all over the world whoever hears your word god i pray that if they find themselves today in a position in a time, in a season where they're waiting for an answer, where they're waiting for hope, where we're waiting for results. God, I pray that you would speak to our hearts and speak to our minds. God, I pray that we would know your goodness. God, I pray that we would sense your love. God, I pray that our trust would be found in you and you alone. And God, I pray that our hearts and our voices and our lips will never stop singing your praise because you are more than enough for all of our needs today. God, thank you for being a good God. God, thank you for having a love that's unfailing, everlasting, and never-ending. 
God, thank you for you being who you are and for what you have done for us. Lord, we love you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, everybody. I hope you uh, enjoyed um, this little thought, this little devotional. I hope it's encouraging to you. I hope it's challenging to you. And I will be back next week with some more encouragement from the word of the Lord. I miss you all. Hope to see you soon. Hope everybody's doing well. I love you. Bye-bye.